It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Profi en Pandulce. Profi en Pandulce. advocate here in South Charlotte. If I had to, uh, if I had my buttons on today, it would be, let's get some gun control. I'm tired of looking at the news and seeing this. Black Lives Matter in, in honor of our friend Joel. And um, let's have equal rights for everybody. I am a community advocate here in Charlotte, North Carolina for LGBT, women's rights with the National Organization for Women, uh, gun sense laws uh, with moms and moms men action, and anything that extends equity to all. Thank you. You're the co-host. My buttons are Moms Men Action, Gun Sense Legislation, Healthcare for All, Medicare for All, and also in my heart, Black Lives Matter on behalf of Joe Oldham, who's a guest of ours who passed away last year. Uh, that's it. Good morning, everybody. If you're seeing this on the first day that we presented, it is the first Wednesday of October. Um, wow. By, this is called Fia Pendulce, and uh, we are back. And um, Yeah. You know, but, but uh, you know, we, uh, <laughs> this is one of my favorite times of the year. I, this is a personal side note, and I said this on the other show, so if you watch both shows, you're going to hear me say this twice. Uh, if you don't, <laughs> then you need to be watching the show that comes exactly. Uh, but That's right. We record it before, but we, but we air drop it, it after. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's, it's, truck is a spinoff show. You'll actually see Christian and I back to back, or listen to us if you listen to us on audio podcast. 
Yes. But I'm always giddy about October. My favorite holiday or whatever you want to call it is Halloween. Uh, it's always been my whole life. I love pumpkins. I love everything about Halloween. I love the little peanut butter and chocolate candies that come in a little different shapes. They have the perfect <laughs> amount of peanut butter and chocolate. I don't know why. It just tastes better. I don't know if it's the shapes or it's psychological, probably psychological of me, but it's absolutely, this is like, I mean, you know, we don't really get much of a fall here in Charlotte. It's not like New England or anything like that, but it's just, it's a neat season. And I want to do one quick side note too. If you live in the local Charlotte area, uh, Moms Demand Action and Every Town Cause, you can look it up on the uh, the Facebook or the Google machine. They are doing a special film screening about gun violence, but specifically from the viewpoint of a conservative pastor that was both pro-gun and pro-life. And his transformation during the movie of understanding that that he can't be pro-life and pro-gun. And, and, and that they that if you protect guns at all costs, then you're not protecting life. And that common sense gun laws save lives. And it's a very interesting documentary. I've not seen it yet. But if you live in the greater Charlotte area and you can find the Moms Demand Action page, you can see a link and you can sign up to see this film. And uh, it's being sponsored by Myers Park Baptist Church, a very progressive uh, campus here in Charlotte that is very very much into civil rights and progressive causes. And they're the ones actually screening this with in conjunction. So it's going to be a very neat film event, no matter where you land uh, on the issue of guns and gun, gun, gun sense laws and all that. The second thing is I do a, just do a little deal that the ATF has passed through a, um, a, a new regulation that is going to close some loopholes uh, and gun and gun show laws and especially online. And a lot of the mass shooters, including the Uvalde shooter, actually bought his rifle um, from an online deal. And the true vetted gun sales save lines as well. Having a true professional in a professional setting not at a gun show in a mall or wherever they're having these things at. And, um, you know, I, I believe that people should be able to own a gun, but I think we also have to have some common sense. <laughs> uh, and you are muted. You're still muted. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, you, you were <laughs> it's probably good. Hey, you know what? But I, I, I actually watched the show that we did. Uh, first of all, let, let's start the show. Uh, welcome, everyone, to Coffee and Pondusa. I'm Christian Callow, one of your co-hosts, along with Jenny Gunn. Barb Bacon is not joining us tonight. She has some other uh, other uh, things to take care of. Um, uh, but we do want to thank everyone who joins us on Facebook Live, but also those who join us on YouTube and the thousands who listen to us on your favorite audio podcast platform. Now, with that said, we started the show. Jenny, we would normally say what she said in this segment. Uh, but uh, I watched the show. The, uh, today's show is uh, Joe's Walk for, for Change, National Anti-Bullying Day 2023. We actually had Ann Clark on uh, almost two years ago in November of 2021. And it seems like Jenny and I were talking about this before the taping. It seemed like it was like last year 
uh, because we remember the show. And during this show, I actually watched that show because I wanted to kind of refresh myself. I didn't have my uh, mute button off during that time as well. And so you have to watch the show. It's like, (laughs) and I was like, oh, so I don't know. And it's something about uh, you that mutes me, which is a good thing for a lot of our listeners. Right, Jen? I mean, she's. uh, There's a whole lot of people that would applaud that. Uh, Exactly. Maybe some in Charlotte as well. That's right. Just saying. That's the same thing. Well, well, well. So, so we do want to welcome um, uh, one of our wonderful uh, special guests here tonight, Ann Clark. Uh, so, uh, Ann, why don't you introduce yourself? And uh, for those who didn't see us two years ago, and I encourage anyone who's watching or listening to us to go back. It was in November of uh, uh, 2021 that we did the show. And so, uh, introduce yourself, and then we'll kind of uh, talk about uh, kind of talk about anti-bullying. I'm Ann Clark. Uh, I live in Salt Lake City, Utah. And I was the president of a nonprofit called Joe's Walk for Change. And when you spoke to me, they had just uh, a movie had just come out about Joe called Joe Bell. Um, you can watch that on Netflix currently. Uh, he, his son, had taken his own life due to being bullied for being gay in a, a really small town in Oregon. And Joe set out to walk across the country. He was going to go from Oregon to New York. um, And uh, along the walk, just outside of Colorado, he got struck by a semi. So he lost his life as well. I kept the nonprofit going for a few years after that. Uh, It's now not really uh, functioning. I do run the Facebook page and try to kind of just uh, put out information that way. Um, But... It is pretty much defunct, but definitely uh, happy to be here with you guys. Uh, I had such a good time last time, and uh, this is such a great cause to speak about. Um, I live in a town where I, I one thing I would p- want to pinpoint is that bullies aren't just children. Um, here in Salt Lake City, we had two different bomb threats in the last two days, where one, a bookstore was closed down, and then the next day, which was yesterday, um, downtown Salt Lake was closed down. And both of them were aimed at, uh, one was a a drag story time, and Mm. the other one they think was related. It was near a bookstore that is an LGBTQI bookstore. So uh, we've had, I read in the newspaper today, we've had um, 64 hate crimes against LGBTQ in Salt Lake City, which is four times higher than it's been in the last four years combined. So very important mm-hmm. subject. Uh, bullies can be adults and uh, a lot of that going on right now. So very important topic. And more often than not, you know, for people of, that don't haven't figured this out by now that I'm a genderqueer trans person, You know, a lot of the people that try to bully me or silence me or go after me typically are adults. Kids, honestly, when when kids are around me, they couldn't care less. They know me as Jenny, and they don't they don't put any more into it. They may make fun of what I wear. You know, they may may think I'm a little quirky or kooky. Um, but but honestly, the real hate that I experience as an adult, and I came out as an adult, so you know, you know, obviously. Um, 
I never experienced um, bullying as a youth so much. Um, and um, because I was not out of the closet when, when I was in school. Um, but and also, Tara was an athlete, and they just would have gotten a knuckle sandwich in the face. So <laughs> I, mean, it just, I was a dirt kid, you know, what do you expect? But, you know, I, I see so many support organizations that I support locally and talk about, especially in the LGBT community, that the number one issue is adult bullying, um, usually of religious origin, usually of conservative religion, religious origin. And so areas like Charlotte, North Carolina, and Salt Lake City that have a tremendous amount of conservative religious people in or around that area tend to take it upon themselves to target people in the LGBT community, sometimes people of color. It seems like everybody but white, straight people. You know, it's just like, right. you know, uh, and, and, uh, and even that, they, they do target some white, straight people if they are, or if they are progressive or, or liberal, or whatever they want to call us, or communists. Uh, Humans, hu- human beings. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the little thing, like human beings. Beings are human beings. <laughs> you know, the things that, it always surprises me that many of the things that they espouse are based on specific books like the Bible, or in the case of Salt Lake City, Mormonism, Church of Latter-day Saints, is very dominant in that area. It's a very conservative, traditionally a very conservative city. Um, and But I think ironically, I don't think most LDS people believe that way. Um, I used to be married into a LDS family, so I guess I was LDS by marriage. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so I know a lot about the Mormon church, actually. And, and, and I found... Um, there was several LGBT people in that family and um, that they didn't bully them. And, 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 and I think it's sad when people co-op religion or co-op the church and claim that the Bible or some sky God is telling you to bully people. I'm like, I'm like well, it's kind of bizarre in itself. It's kind of twisted. And I hate to hear that Salt Lake City is enduring violence because it hurts everybody. Um, Jenny, you, Jenny, you just said something that is really, really important. And I think I'd like for us to kind of talk about that for just a second, because what you said is incredibly important. It is something that we used to teach uh, as a former hospitality consultant. We used to teach this heavily in the 80s and 90s in the hotel business uh, about the more you know someone, the less likely you are to become irate with that person uh, because they're a human being to you. Uh, And we used to give the example when we did training that uh, if you drove out of your house today and someone cut you off, you didn't know them, they would probably honk their horn and have some road rage. But if it was if it was like your neighbor, you'd go, oh, that's fine. You know, you so (laughs) it was important. It was it's important hospitality to get to know people. Because the more they get to know you, the less they are to complain if something happens in the hotel. And what you said was very important, too, because in, in within the LGBTQ uh, IA community, uh, or LGBTQ plus community, um, the more people know us, the less they fear 
um, they tend to fear uh, people who are different than they are, or, or the more, and even the more people know, um, get to meet people who aren't like them, the, the less they fear them. So these bullies and these uh, white supremacists and so forth, I'm not suggesting that they can be cured, you know, because a lot of it has, it's, it's a lot more complicated than just they don't know people. There's probably a lot more self, what uh, what do we call it, projection that's going on there. Uh, but we do, but we do, but we do have to continue to push diversity in schools, reading books that are books that are different than, than you and me or whatever, you know, so that way people can get to know. Am I, what I'm saying, does yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? I, I think that's the heart of the, 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 the uh, movement of being anti-bullying and, 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 and sure. books and movements like the Joe's Walk. I think was important because Joe himself, I don't believe was LGBT, but his son was and the anti-gay bullying that, that um, took away his son, that killed his son um, is that he didn't have to be gay to understand that bullying is wrong and that it needs to be talked about. I mean, we need to talk about violence. We need to talk about bomb threats in Salt Lake City. We need to talk about it because I, I haven't even heard about this, you know, and so yeah. you said that, and that's the first time I've heard that in Salt Lake City. It's a major media market, a major city in the United States. And the heart of that is the threats of violence, the threats of, you know, slurs, the, the, the intimidation sure. factor, uh, in many cases, many LGBT people uh, have a tough time acquiring housing or or jobs and things of that nature because you know it, you, you you if you're looking for an apartment you you're like I'm Steve and this is my husband sure. you know Bobby you know he, mm-hmm. he's right away well yeah you 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 you're put in a position where you know we should be in an era where we don't have to just say oh we're just roommates. I happen to sleep yeah. in the same bed, but, but <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you, Jenny. So, so, and uh, I mean, a lot's changed since we last spoke with you in 2021. As I was watching that, I was is that you and I, 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 I was talking to Anne right before you you came on, uh, Jenny, because I accidentally gave Jenny the wrong uh, information <laughs> to after after I don't know how many years we finally changed the anyway. Uh, so I was telling Anne, I said. I was watching that show, and when we taped that show, we were in the midst of COVID, and we were in uh, we were talking about uh, how the the movie, the actual movie Joe's Walk for uh, uh, that movie, uh, was actually filmed way before uh, that. They the producers had been contacting you like five years before uh, right. about about the movie, and then it was filmed, but it was not released be- uh, immediately because of uh, COVID and then it was released during COVID. So it didn't get a lot of attention. Uh, probably, and I, I, I got it from Redbox. It went directly to Redbox uh, right after that. And then I ended up buying it. And it was, it was a really, really good movie. And I know during that time period, because of COVID, there were certain things that y'all could do or you weren't doing and, and so forth. So has, has anything changed? I know that you said that Joe's Walk for Change is not really active anymore, but, but bullying still exists. So are you doing other things? Is there other things that y'all are doing, um, you know, to promote this or, or what's going on there? No, 
not really the walk. A lot of people have reached okay. out since uh, the movie, of course, wanting to complete the walk. Um, I've had to make the point that his family does not want the walk to go on. He died on that walk, and it's not safe, and uh, they don't want anybody else to be in danger. So they won't continue it. Um, I do the AFSP walk every year. I, I support okay. other organizations, so I try to still stay involved. Um, I have my friends, one of the uh, big wigs over AFSP, so I always support them. And um, they have a huge uh, walk every year. We just did that two weeks ago. Okay. Uh, so I, I do things in the community. And like I said, I, I try to kind of just keep some updates on the page. And, and Sure. But um, so, uh, the reason I'm asking is because I believe now that the a pandemic is officially well. I mean, I mean, did we declare that Jenny this last summer or whatever? September, COVID has officially not is no longer a global pandemic. It's now what an endemic, except they call it now. And so uh, uh, I can't remember. Anyway, so COVID's kind of over, even though it's still going on. It's like right. you know, we're still so. Uh, I, I I I get this feeling that now that COVID is over people are going to start going back to look at things that maybe they missed, uh, you know, maybe that they uh, weren't able to do, uh, especially, I, I mean, people like me, you know, I mean, the people who weren't taking COVID seriously were doing things anyway, but all right. the other kind of more responsible people are going to start <laughs> going back and going, Oh, you know, this came out and, you know, uh, this movie. So I, I, I feel our hope that this movie will get it, have a resurgence and, um, and bring more attention to uh, these kind of situations. So I, I don't know. How do you feel about that, Jenny? I mean, do you think that, uh, I mean, I just well, wish people could see this movie. It really is a powerful movie that brought to light, um, I think, I think I think not only does the movie do it, but the overall but you know thought process about mental health, bullying, sure. um, suicide prevention, things of that nature. Um, they all kind of go on violence, violence culture. I just had a conversation with somebody about that um right before our other taping and then in between the tapings, uh uh was actually the moms of the man action, uh, yeah. uh, you know, area leader grace. And it's one of the reasons I mentioned it was fresh on my mind. Yeah. And by the time this movie, by the time this, this show drops, it's going to be about 10, 12 days before that event. So I, I sure. you know, I'm very anti-violence. I'm very anti mm -hmm. anything. And, and bullying is just another form of violence. Uh, yeah, and you know, so things like bomb threats and 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 things that are relevant to what we're talking about right now, you know, literally a, a form of mass bullying to me, I mean, uh, is is something that is extremely relevant, and and, and I think it's too commonplace. I think it's too allowed. I think there's a lot of toxicity in our society that says. Oh, it's just another shooting, or it's just another bullying moment, or it's just another suicide. And we've almost become numb to protecting our neighbors, or at least maybe maybe some of us that are the Gen X generation, <laughs> maybe we've become numb to it. That's, that's a good uh, point, yeah. But, yeah. I, but I really want to ask, Eddie, in a lot of the anti-bullying and, the, and the, the other stuff that's going on in Salt Lake City, um, 
have you had much interaction with the younger two generations that are adults, like the millennials and Generation Z? And have you seen any impact or any headway in those generations as far as pushing back against violence and bullying? Um, and do you have any takes on that? Hey, hey, Ann, uh, uh, if you'll hold that one second, we're going to go uh, up against our first break. And when we come back, uh, uh, please, uh, we're going to give you the time to answer that. All right, so let's take our first break on Coffee and Pondusa. We'll be right back right after this. Hey, y'all, thanks for watching and uh, support our local black and brown businesses, including our sponsor, Manolo Bakery. They have some fabulous pastries, food, king's cakes, all kinds of specialty cakes, falling, and much, much more. Some of the best food we eat in Charlotte, North Carolina. Again, Manolo Bakery, right here with East Charlotte. Thanks for watching. Mm. <laughs> hey, y'all. Thanks for watching the Florida shows. They've been wildly successful. Obviously, it's a topic that you guys have enjoyed and wanted to know more of. And, uh, and we like talking about the dumpster, style, style, uh, <laughs> dumpster fire. It used to be the state of Florida. And we'll probably talk about it some more this summer. Thanks for watching, yeah. y'all. Bye, y'all. Thanks for watching. Hey everyone, this is Christian Connor with the Coffee and Pondusa Show. I want to thank everyone who watched our wonderful summer shows. We had incredible viewership and incredible listenership numbers. And we also want to uh, let you know that our fall schedule is out. We have some great shows coming in September, October, and November. So please stay with us all fall and watch our fall shows on Coffee and Pondusa. I'll dance out. <laughs> Hey everyone, thank you so much for watching our Coffee and Pondusa show every week. Don't forget you can watch us visually on our video podcast platforms on Facebook and YouTube. But you can also listen to us on your favorite audio podcast platforms like Apple, Amazon, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, and all of the other ones that uh, your favorite, well, whatever your favorite is. Once again, thank you for watching us on Coffee and Pondusa. A little dance out. Well, welcome back, everyone, and thank you. I'm so sorry to interrupt uh, you, Ann. And, and, and Jenny, can you ask that? Or, or, and if you remember the question, would you mind uh, uh, answering that one? Yeah, um, I have twins who are 25, so they're within that generation. Um, and uh, my son lives with me. My daughter lives in the same apartment complex. So I feel like they are stronger and smarter than I am. I learned so much from them. I will tell you that my uh, son's best friend is trans and I learn how to be a better person, how to say things right, how to respond right, how to, uh, I'm not, um, I, I have no biases whatsoever, but if I ever say something incorrectly, he corrects me. He, so I learned so much from them. And I think that they're, they're, they're a great generation to fight back. Um, but then I, I worry as well because I feel like they have so much more on them than we ever did. Uh, I mean, we, we, we dealt with a lot of hate and everything, but it's coming back like tenfold after the last administration. I think it's, it's, it's okay to be that way now. So they have a lot more to deal with. I feel but I do think that they're going to take it a lot further. I, 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 I agree. I mean, we, we've seen in states 
where abortion was on the ballot, for example, and how Generation Z who showed up with the polls. We saw in Ohio that 98% of the college student campuses, 98% of the student body voted in that election, that special election, to not change the Constitution. Uh, we saw it in Kansas with a record, a historic highest women voting registration push ever in Kansas's history right before they put a tried to put a constitutional change to basically ban or restrict abortion. Um, and it's just one specific thing. But again, when they went through the statistics after the elections, they, they skewed, especially people under 40, overwhelmingly you know, answered the the call to action, saying now not on our watch, and 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 in such a particularly, it's, it's one of the largest generations in America. I think yeah. it's, it's the it's the largest yeah, we, adult red, um, uh, generation right now. It, it, it's bigger than the baby boom. It's bigger, way larger than Gen X, and uh, these are these are two millennials and a baby Z's account for so much of the electorate and uh, two of my well, we, kids we, we, federations yeah, too. We, so I, 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 two of about two of my three of my oldest is yeah. I have two. Hey Jen, two, I'm, I, Hey Jenny, hold on a second. I'm going to go ahead and throw in the, the data here because we, because we had talked about this last week and exactly correctly. I mean, uh, we kind of went over the, 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 the percentages of the generations, the millennials represent 21.75% plus the uh, baby Z's or Gen Z's. Uh, 20.67. So just them two represent 41, almost 42% of the population uh, now compared to Gen Xers, 19.83, baby boomers. So the boomers are probably about 40. Uh, the difference is the percentages that vote and the millennials are voting much higher percentages and baby Z's even higher percentages than Gen Xers are boomers are. And so they are impacting, sorry to interrupt you, Jenny, but they are impacting elections because they're voting at higher percentages. So and they're voting at, you know, we, we, a lot of us, especially in the American democracy, uh, we don't start really voting real heavy or getting involved with causes till we get older. Yeah. And, and generation, <laughs> generation, yeah, they're, they're almost doing a yeah. Benjamin Buttons thing. Uh, yeah. I, and this is a we saw this in the Black Lives Matter marches in 2020. Mm -hmm. And I remember Chris and I both, we went to three different ones um, in the summer of 2020. Um, one of the things that I that actually Christian pointed this out, um, mm -hmm. which was surprising because he's not very observant, is <laughs> how many how many young unaccompanied white men, progressive white men yeah. came to the marches, because normally they get dragged to a lot of those events. Right. And, and, and we noticed that was, it was a very generational, because you didn't see that with older white mm -hmm. men at, at mm -hmm. these marches, but we saw an extraordinarily high amount of very proactive yeah. uh, young people, but it was striking, because when he mentioned it, I looked around and I, was, I said, hey, yeah. yeah, it seems like a lot, like, like it just seemed a little off. In, in comparison to other marches that we've been through, where it, it's usually more, 
you know, more activists and then some, maybe some hip, old hippie, you know, hippies are still active. And then of course us, because we're engaged with <laughs> things, whatever. Uh, and then, like she said, you know, you, maybe you'd have a young girl activist or, or, or it, sure. and they drag their boyfriend along or something, you know, it was a very different crowd. So you could feel, as Jenny said, we could feel this was a completely different, um, so it was different than what, so when we, when we would hear the talking heads and even on not really on this show, but uh, we would hear them say, Oh, you know, the black lives matter marches were destroying cities. And this we're like, we went to three and they were incredibly peaceful. You know, there right. was like, you know, and so anyway, yeah, and, that was just and, their talking points too. And as a parent, you know, you, you said your kids are twins and they're 25. Yeah. Yeah. So they were born in what? 98. Yes, I had to think yeah, about so that. Yeah, 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 that's right. Good math, Jenny. <laughs> I do that. I do that all the time, and 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 yeah. one of my kids is twenty five. Uh, so yeah. I, I was like, I was trying to remember his birthday too. Uh, I was like, he was born in ninety eight, right? Yeah, and, uh, but anyway, um, we think about the Generation Z that was born in the late nineties and even you know the early two thousands. And what they've seen in this century, these 23 years of the 21st century, and they've seen 9-11, and they saw endless wars, they've seen two massive, you know, recessions, uh, one pandemic-related, one just George Bush was a bad president. Uh, and just the cataclysmic things that keep happening every few years in this century uh, this is how they've been raised. This is what they've sure. lived through. Plus the Google machine and the technology and the proliferation mm -hmm. of, of, of understanding. When we grew up, it was encyclopedias. Sure. and Or you had to go to the school library or a library and read, mm -hmm. you know, those newspapers, you know, that sure. don't even exist anymore. And, and things in periodicals to get our news or just watch one of the big networks. But there's so much information and there's so much, so many tools for these younger generations. Mm -hmm. I have no doubt that's why they're smart. And honestly, yeah. probably seasoned beyond their years because I can't speak for Christian, but I was a kid of the 70s and 80s. Mm -hmm. And and I don't know, the, the life, maybe I was in a, in, in a shell or a protection. No. You can speak but for me. I, we were stupid. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, we, we had limited sources. You know what I mean. Yeah. I, I think it was more of a naive, yeah. pre-technology time yeah. that our subject matter was so much different. There was no sure. way as a teenager, like when I went to research things for debate class or speech class, sure. I had to go to a college library or I had to go somewhere that had a lot of a lot of research tools. I couldn't sure. just Google it or go on the on the Twitter or X or whatever it's called. Yeah. There, they, there. So it's things like you yeah. know pronouns and, yeah. and and scientific things and understanding why ma wearing masks is important during. Well, I mean, I mean right, th so that would make lot. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, Jen. That would make logical sense because if you think about it. Um, Gen Xers, which I'm, uh, uh, I'm a uh, uh, Xer, uh, and as is Jenny, and 
the, we've done a couple shows about millennials and Gen Xers, and the Gen Xers, our generation, really never had a serious war. We had uh, maybe, you know, we saw the Falkland Island uh, invasion and then, you know, the, the Papa Bush uh, kind of thing he did. Uh, but we never had a serious war. Uh, and, and we grew up in a time where, you know, Reaganomics, it was all about uh, uh, looks. It was about polo shirts, eyes of Lacoste. It was about, right. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, pretty in pink and, you know, and, 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 it, and the hair bands. It was all about looking away uh, that you were you were weren't really were like. And so we grew up in this fantasy uh, that was not real. And I, my argument has been, that's why there are so many Gen Xers, which I think are a wasted generation. There's so many Gen Xers that are so angry because now they're in their 50s and 60s and 70s. And they're like, oh my gosh, these millennials are ac accomplishing so much more than I am. And there's a lot of almost bitterness and, and angriness. Right. You know, and, and so I, I see millennials accomplishing more, you know, and the data is showing they're actually saving more in comparison to uh, previous generations. They're actually they're, they're smarter uh, on how they use their money. Uh, you know, and Jenny points out that they may not be able to house as quick buy a house as quickly as a boomer, but they're still trying to do those kind of things. And so I, I do see them smarter. And Jenny has obviously put it out. They have the ability to call baloney on baloney because when we grew up, if someone said transgender peoples were groomers, you know, I grew up where there was this rumor about Rod Stewart. I don't know if anybody remembers that oh, rumor. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> remember. okay. I'm not even gonna I'm not even I'm not even gonna say uh, that rumor. We all it's know. Pretty okay. unsavory. It's okay. pretty okay. unsavory. So there was a rumor about Rod Stewart, and we just oh. believed it. Today you just Google and it's fact checked and so when some drunk person says that to you in a bar, you go, you're so full of baloney. Let me show you that yeah, was proven wrong. And so and I do Jenny that. has been, I, I yeah. proof check everyone that does that because it drives me nuts now. Yeah. But yeah, I believed it back then. But now I'm, I like, I call everybody on everything they post. That's like, <laughs> no, back check. <laughs> well, that's but what millennials do, don't they, Jen? I mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it, it is even faster on the draw than the millennials like it's yeah it, it's almost like an old wild west you know yeah. saloon show where they draw you know do the quick draw thing <laughs> generation z these tiktok kids yeah they're so quick. they'll have 19 different references before you can yeah. say well you know uh yeah you know, i heard so and so say it you know it's mm -hmm. gotta be true because they never lie and uh yeah that's uh, right the pantheon of actors, uh, but, but, but I think I think because it, I think there's a lot of truth to how the '70s and '80s kids, the Gen Xers, that because they had a little bit of information, we take people more. We just believe them. We just we just yeah. We, that's that's how we were raised. That's how we were trained. Mm -hmm. And, you know, authority figures were more revered. And now we watch George W. Bush, you know, lead our militaries in the countries that didn't attack us and killed 1.3 million people yeah. of color overseas. We don't question everything because of the atrocities that the last two Republican presidents have brought on the world yeah. and all this racism and all this pushback. 
and I think a lot of the a lot of these 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 hateful movements, a lot of this cyberbullying and and and, yeah. and what you see on social media coming from these older people that are yes that are just so angry that they can't get away with what they used to be able to get mm-hmm. away with. They, they yes. remember a day when people like Reagan, they're, they're, whatever they said was law. Yeah. It was assumed if they said it, it was true. If Dan Rather said it, or Walter Cronkite, or any of those people said something, yeah. you might as well just take, take it to the bank and cash the check. And now we make memes of people like that, making fun of yeah. them, saying they're, they're a clown that can fact check. They're, they're, they're an idiot. They're dishonest. We, we, we can fact check everybody, no matter what side of the aisle you're on. And so there's an instant clapback. It typically yeah. goes viral on the TikTok machine mm-hmm. and all that. And people get on there and tweet or whatever, whatever yeah. we call it now, like, since the bird's mm-hmm. dead. Um, yeah. you know, it, it is a, you know, what, what do you call something that you yeah, need more? What, uh, what does yeah, it do? I don't know. Exactly. You know, just, I, I, <laughs> yeah. So what do they, what, so what do they call a tweet? An X? Uh, anyway, I, I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. Hey, listen, we're up against a second break. So we're, we're going to, uh, uh, go into our second break and we'll, we'll be right back to talk more about, uh, we'll, we'll get more into National Bullying Day, uh, when we return on Coffee and Pandusia right after this. Hi, I'm Christian Cato. Thank you so much for joining us on Coffee and Panduce. And also, thank you so much for watching us on Facebook and on YouTube. But also, don't forget, you can actually listen to us on your favorite audio podcast platform like Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Deezer, Podcast Addict, Podcast Chaser, and others. Once again, thank you for so much for watching us and listening to us on Coffee and Panduce. Have a great day. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you so much for uh, watching us uh, this far. And so let's go into National Anti-Bullying Day. Uh, here in the United States, there is a National Anti-Bullying Day that is recognized by, I think, many healthcare professionals around the country, and it is actually on October the 11th. I apologize because I don't have any information to share with you, but if we do, we will share it on our, our social media outlets. Uh, and then also, as we mentioned at the start of the show, National Anti-Bullying Week is usually an international thing. And that go, I believe that's either the first week or the second week of November. Uh, but those are two very important, you know, t- to bring uh, attention and highlight bullying. So, uh, I mean, does anybody want to comment on National Anti-Bullying Day or if you know any information, Jen or, or Ann? You the spot. <laughs> I have no information, but okay, right. Well, right, right. right. I, I have more of a form of a question, and, and sure. In, how important is it to talk, have these conversations about anti-bullying? Is is how how important is it to our society to protect people's mental health, especially people that are bullyable the, the most vulnerable in our society um you know i, I you, you've done a lot of anti-bullying work and, and i had these conversations probably a million times and but how important is it to keep these conversations alive i think we need to do it on a daily basis i don't think it needs to be a week or a day um every day should be anti-bullying day i think it has gotten worse 
like you had mentioned earlier, we have so much access on the internet and people can hide behind a keyboard. People are, uh, can say things that they would never say in person. I, I think 90% of the bullying that, that they would never approach you in person and say that, uh, yeah. it's just so easy now. Um, I don't know how you stop that. I don't really have answers to that, but, uh, that's definitely a discussion that needs to be had. Yeah, in, in many of the conversations when we talk about anti-bullying and, and all that, it, it seems to swing to extremes. It's either we completely censor social media and shut it down uh, and, 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 and balance out that First Amendment ability to talk um, is with social media, how do you define bullying? How, 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 you know, is it aggressive talk? Because I have people get aggressive with me all the time, but I laugh at them, call them keyboard warriors, and and go, hey, you would never do that to my face. And then I laugh yeah. at them. I usually make fun of their pictures and, <laughs> and, and and give them a taste of their own medicine as Christians seen on our, on our, our Facebook pages as well. Yeah. And it... it but I'm a very strong person. I'm a very resilient person, yeah. and I'm raised in a household with a retired wounded warrior military officer and a very strong-willed mom that my first bullies were my parents in many ways. But, you know, it, it's one of those things that I grew up in a specific household in a specific era that made me very tough. It made me tough and and. and but not everybody's in a situation. Whereas I will use my brothers that pass away in 2003. Um, he was constantly bullied. He was an overweight kid most of his life. Um, he, he was always picked on. That's probably why I got so tough. Like <laughs> I would fight everybody to defend him. So got me many little scuffles when I was a kid. I was, I was referred to as the dark kid of the neighborhood because I went around fighting for my brother, my younger brother. But I saw what it did to him. I saw how mm-hmm. he was always a very shy and very vulnerable kid. He he was so much different than me. And I was the angry in the closet little queer kid that just wanted to burn down the world because I was just so yeah. I was a very angry young person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you made a so you you made an excellent point, Jenny. Yeah, Jenny, on the on the first show, you made an excellent point because you know I did watch the show. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, before this one, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I was there, but I, you know, I forgot. Uh, uh, you made an excellent point when we were talking about this because you said that it was in, it's it's really important that um, parents who may have children who are uh, uh, we were talking specifically about LGBTQ plus children uh, to maybe uh, join a support group like P Flag. Or, or some other support groups because, and you you did a really good uh, uh, statement on that first show. Uh, you said uh, the worst thing is for them to become their kids' first bully, uh, and I thought, well, that is a really powerful statement uh, that I don't think parents understand what you said in that one. And it was, you know, don't become your kids' first bully, you know, well, and that is, I, yeah. Wait, and I use that line. I ran a peer led, um, so I'm not a trained mental health professional. Sure. Right? I just play one well on on this podcast, <laughs> but yeah, but right. it, so you know, my only qualification to lead the group was was those trans, and I, I was 
I knew what my boundaries were and the rules. To, mm-hmm. And uh, I had many parents. If you were below a certain age, it was an all-ages group. And mm-hmm. so we always had a general part of the meeting before we broke out in the groups. Like the kids went to one breakout group, adults, trans, fans went to another group, and so on and so forth. And one of the things I always said when I was having a conversation with the parents and they were either being negative or misgendering their child or being very dismissive. I said, well, we'll always look in mind and say, uh, it's against the rules to be negative towards your kid in this setting. Yeah. And I said, don't become your kid's first bullet. Life mm-hmm. is going to be challenging being LGBT. And this was in Texas. So, yeah. Yeah. It's it's Charlotte on steroids, uh, yeah. and 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 I've said that with educators. I've said that you know when I've testified to legislative bodies, and I, and I'll say it a million more times that authority figures, whether it's a parent, a priest, a football coach, whatever, don't bully kids for who they are. Yeah. It's something they can't change. You know whether it's being gay or mm-hmm. being or whatever. Um, just don't be that person. Just you can be yeah. anything. We t- we say this about Trump all the time. You can be anything but a dick. You know, just don't. Just yeah, don't be exactly. A dick. Just, yeah, just be nice. <laughs> just, just oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll vote for anybody, so but when you become a dick, no, sorry, <laughs> you're done. You, you know, you're done. And, and to be me, just to be me. And, 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 yeah, and exactly. so many of these conversations, uh, whether it's cyberbullying or in-person bullying or some kind of power dynamic where where a authority figure versus a child mm-hmm. is that so much of this abuse goes unreported and so much of it in certain circles isn't even considered abuse. It's considered mm-hmm. the doing the right thing that will pray the gay out of the kid or will mm-hmm. or will, you know, send them off to some kind of conditioning camp or whatever. Yeah. It, it is absolutely some of the coolest things that we can do. And I and I know as a parent and, and a parent too, is that our words can hurt our children. Absolutely. Um, because whether, whether they eye roll us a million times or not, uh, yeah. uh, what they have some sort of respect or fear of us or both. And what we say, we said this in the sales industry for every one negative thing you say to a person, you get to say 10 kind things to even equal out that one cruel thing. Which yeah. you said. So, and, um, you know, so <laughs> it is, is we remember the negative. We remember the scars that we get given and bullyism absolutely adds up the scars. Sure. Um, and, and we got to have, I, I agree. We should be having these conversations, not just on, specific national days we need to talk about this in the schools we need to talk about this in in, in places of worship we need to talk about this in the media and the social media on how wrong bullying is no matter how old somebody is and how old the we just talked about this in the previous show there yep. one, of, one of the talking heads was trying to bully taylor swift and referred to Lauren Bobber is is uh, classy and was talking about Taylor Swift in the same conversation as being trashy. <laughs> I, and so either I don't understand the definitions of those words, <laughs> yeah. as I'm betting on that yeah. he doesn't, because 
you know, they could have picked a conservative that was yeah. semi but you know, Bobert, yeah. I'm not yeah. so sure considering her <laughs> Beatles appearance. Yeah. Couple weeks okay. Ago. Hey, Jen. Uh, Jen, Jen, I got to cut you off because we're good. We're going way over. I, I'm sorry. Oh, are we? Okay, uh, sorry. If, if you if you like what you hear from Jenny, she does have a show that uh, comes on 30 minutes after this. It's called Two Queers in a Truck. So this next commercial is actually talking about her show. It drops every Wednesday, 30 minutes after this show at 11:30 Eastern Time. Uh, so this last commercial is about Jenny's show, Two Queers in a Truck. We'll be right back. Up next is Two Queers in a Truck with Jenny and Christian. And hope you guys tune in. We'll see you in about 15 to 20 minutes. Thank you. Bye. Hey, guys. Um, I've got a special product out, and uh, we've got a store under the name blueapplytech.com. And you can go on our Etsy store. You can go on our social media. And you can you can check out our merchandise. We have some amazing snowflake Trump. Uh, mugshot uh, ornaments, <laughs> we have mugs, we have pillow covers, we have a lot of cute stuff for the holiday season that you can buy, and it's great fun, um, and it goes to a good cause, it goes to my company, and it help, it's helping us out, getting started, and also it just, who doesn't want a historic snowflake Trump Trump ornament? Exactly. That here? That's funny. Very, very What's beautiful. the name of it again? And this, and the name of the company is Blue, like the color blue, applied A P P L I E D Tech, like technology. Blue Applied Tech. Ah, cool. And uh, so you can look us up. We have a website, but we our stores on Etsy, and a lot of people use Etsy for different types of uh, gifts. They are assembled in the United States, so it creates American jobs. And most of all, it's a lot of fun, and they're not expensive. Cool. So, blue applied tech, got it. Correct. Come seek all us right. out and uh, buy some gifts. Cool. Welcome back, everyone. Sorry, Jenny. I'm so sorry to cut you off. I, I, I I'm trying to be on time today, so Anne will come <laughs> back and she'll say, "God, they were so on time, and it was just great." Because uh, our Doctor B show do it was two years later. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Doctor B, Doctor B was on, and we were thirty seconds over, so we were good last week. Okay, so you mentioned something, and uh, and you know, I'm not around a bunch of kids, uh, our younger people, as much, uh, and, and so, and I know Jenny is in a lot of circles, a lot of uh, silos and, and groups, and so forth. Uh, but I've noticed the bullying that we see on social media or in political worlds and so forth seems to be all coming from older people all deriving from trump on down to now his all his talking heads it seems to be it seems to be they have become uh, emboldened to that's just what they do now uh and so it, it is that i don't know is there any data or something i mean i don't know i mean obviously it's still important you know, to talk about it to young people because they don't have the skill set. But I don't know. I'll let you go first, Anne, and then uh, Jenny, if you have some insight on that. I am mostly around older people too, and I see it okay. like crazy online. That's the thing. Okay. I, I it's just a lot of online bullying, and then, like I said, that with the bomb threats here and everything, it's uh, people saying that drag queens are are grooming and all of that. It's yeah. I, all of that's political. I think that's all yeah. just Trump opened up the door and said it's okay and everybody's yeah going crazy with it yeah well 
I, we do have to differentiate the difference between what I call like a direct action bullying, like whether it's in person or you go to school with them or it's somebody that's in your life, in real life, that, yeah. that you know and, and, and they've, they've got some type of effect versus the random online, the keyboard warrior, maybe just a little too old to be acting like that and wouldn't do that in person. Yeah. They wouldn't want Everybody knows it's the crazy uncle, but they they, they, yeah. they try to mitigate it a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, maybe the people around them are going, okay, it's time to go have Uncle Bill have a nap yeah. uh, type <laughs> thing, you know. And he, and he goes in his room all mad and pouty like a five-year-old and starts getting on the Twitter and blowing people up. Is is what what I is what I envision these crackpots to get on that 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 say this kind of stuff is I think I don't use like the Uvalde shooter that this isn't necessarily a bully but use violence to intimidate people was very young the most of these proud boys I'm going to say are usually younger you know, where they go and, 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 and go, get really aggressive and, and even violent towards drag shows and all kinds of other things. And, you know, story time hours and, and bookstores and, and, and libraries and stuff. And so you're seeing this manifestation of hate in two different circles, in my opinion, um, one that's young and dumb and does the direct action because they're just, idiots and sociopaths yeah. and then you have this the wackos the older wackos that have literally nothing else to do than to flame up strangers because they don't have the guts or yeah they've maybe maybe slightly matured in certain ways um and, and so i i think you're seeing different phenomenons because it's such a different era yeah. and because there's so many ways to get to people um so yeah you know I have a question, a question for both of y'all. So, because because Jimmy and I have been talking about this past two years since, since we did your show, probably uh, even before then. Proud Boys, okay. It, it, it's it's a it's a bizarre thing for me as a um, gay male uh, who grew up uh, in a time uh, where gay people, especially gay men, were called sissies and. Uh, you know, all these kind of terms and so, uh, so to speak. But the Proud Boys, they're all guys. They all hang around each other. They're all very dramatic guys. They're all, you know, they're, they're going to drag shows. They're hanging around gays. You know, they're obsessed with gays. and There's something crazy. I mean, do other people look at them and go, all right, you're really too obsessed with him. You know, I mean, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm, I, I, well, kind of am, but you know what I mean, Jenny? I mean, there's this back, back when I grew up in the in the late '80s, early '90s, you would be like, "Why are you so obsessed with these?" Uh, you know, it, it's it's bizarre. It's weird. I don't know anybody want to. I don't want to bully. I guess is it my bully now? I mean, I I, I just I'm trying to be observant. <laughs> I think there's a lot of projection. I think you would okay. find a lot. I, I bet if you really yeah. got to know them, because actually there's been several that have been arrested that you do find that out about. Oh. So it, I think that's true in any case where yeah. 
look at a lot of politicians that are just so so anti-gay and then they get caught in the bathroom with somebody it's it's a lot of so Mm -hmm. you're absolutely hitting a point definitely i think in my yeah well so so jenny your your take real quickly before we start ending the show i i think it's just like the first grade boy that picks on the little girl that he likes and he, he doesn't know how to express himself because he's a young boy and doesn't understand a lot of like, those emotions. These are just grown men version that never matured. And yeah. they get in these oath keepers and these, these almost cult like settings and proud boys, especially, which I think is a very bizarre name for straight men. <laughs> really and a lot of man on man time really marching around and where wearing masks now because they don't want to be out at the they don't want to be yeah. out at the local gay bar or the they don't want someone to go oh i remember you <laughs> and, and i think it's extra weird in some of the settings and we saw this happen in north carolina actually yep. where they were the way the the bar was designed there was like these little high windows mm-hmm. and they were like trying to get on their tippy toes to see and i'm going <laughs> and, and we talk about this on the other show a lot. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. They go. They're really going out of their way. Yeah. To be around people they hate, whereas I yeah. don't go to tractor pulls and hoedowns and you know and Baptist churches, Republican, <laughs> Republican Nazi rallies and Baptist churches. Yeah. You know, yeah. where a lot of those people that typically don't like me so much. I don't go out yeah. of my way to be around them. In fact, I exactly. take my circles based on on my personal life mm-hmm. and the organizations. I'm like, I don't tell a bunch of queers that are in my life. Go, hey, yeah. let's go out and hang out with a bunch of Republicans and Americans. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and I go yeah. to the you know, the the Proud Boy Nazi yeah. Arts and Crafts Festival mm-hmm. or whatever. It's like, like yeah, I, it is. I, I see enough of them online. Mm-hmm. The last thing I want to do is go protest, see what they're doing, mm-hmm. see what they're doing in, in, in whatever meetup they're at. Like, I, I honestly don't hate them. I, sure. I I actually find them very curious. I, I, yeah. I confronted well, protesters like I did in 2020 uh, mm-hmm. uh, when we went to that window. Well, Dirty security. Santa and... Uh, Dirty Santa and all of his buddies yeah. were out there protesting a actually a group of pastors that were progressive pastors and I had to go over and talk to them and because yeah. uh, I'm fascinated what? why they were yelling homophobic slurs to a group of progressive pastors when Christians were predominantly the most the LGBT people there out of yeah. about 100 people yeah. and they were, they were so keyed up and hating pastors you know I was like well, that's kind of weird by yeah. any well, thank you, Jenny, for keeping that to 30 seconds. <laughs> I got really, really close. You spent five, five minutes asking the question now. I, mean, I know. I know. Well, I'm sorry. I'm messing with Jenny. Jenny uh, Jenny, and I are like uh, uh, brothers and sisters. And, uh, 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 yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, exactly. So I, I'm projecting. I'm projecting. Yes, I'm projecting. His indigenous yeah. name is is person that talks too much. <laughs> it, it, it literally like trips over. Okay, all right. Listen, we have run out of time. 
And I want to thank you so much for joining us. Uh, uh, once again, if you have not seen the movie, and I want to go back to that again, uh, uh, Joe's Walk for Change. That's an, is that the name of the movie? Is that Joe Bell. the name? Of no, Joe Bell. Joe that's Bell. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 group was Joe's Walk for Change, but Joe Bell. If you've not seen that movie, uh, it's got Marky Mark. I don't even know his real name. Uh, Mark, Mark. I know him as Mark. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. No, I, I've dated myself. That, that's that's how I know him as Marky Mark in the Calvin Klein. You know, that's that's how I remember. So, uh, if you haven't seen the movie, it's really a good movie. Uh, uh, please watch that movie. Uh, and if if you want to find out more about um, uh, National Anti-Bullying Day, we will post that when this show drops, which will drop on October the fourth. We'll also post uh, information about uh, Jenny, what she said uh, about the uh, event that's going to be occurring here in Charlotte, uh, co-sponsored by uh, Myers Park Baptist Church, and then the Moms of uh, Moms of an Action. Is that right, Jen? Yes. Uh, as well, and so we'll post that. And then, uh, and if there's anything you'd like for us to post as well. Uh, please let us do and please stay in touch with us if there's anything you want to talk about uh you know uh, now that we got a couple of listeners and viewers you know uh, uh we do welcome you to come back so we're going to take a break and i invite you to stay in you're welcome to stay if you have to go you can go jenny and i are going to go into barb's current events uh after we come back from this break Well, welcome back, everyone. And so thank you so much, Ann Clark, for joining us. And I think she's going to drop off the uh, the call here. But I, I do want to uh, uh, let's go directly into Barb's current events, as we mentioned. And so Jenny covered these in her show. So I'm sorry, Barbara, uh, uh, Jenny, uh, that I, I'm stealing these from you. But, uh, you know, we, we want to kind of cover these. If you've watched this, uh, uh, the day that you watch this, it'll be a week old. So it'll be interesting to see what happened during that week. But Trump, uh, a judge in New York, has ruled that Trump uh, defrauded banks and insurance companies. Uh, uh, and uh, he repeatedly defrauded them for decades. So that occurred in New York. That occurred. Also, it'd be interesting to see when you watch this, what occurs we're on the footsteps of a government shutdown, a possible government shutdown. We only have four more days for Congress and, uh, to get their act together and actually do their job and fund the fund the government. And so it'll be interesting to see if that occurs. Jenny, if you have anything you want to talk about. And then the, this last one, which is uh, a very interesting, there are some, um, I don't even know how to describe this. There is some debate in the evangelical community surprise they're debating whether autism is really a demonic act or if it's real so if if you don't think evangelical christians are stupid anyway (laughs) they are now debating on whether autism is demonic uh so I'm curious what you have to say about that, because I know you have something to say about that last one, Jen. But so on those three topics, what do you have to say? So uh, right before we recorded this, um, the Senate had passed a a stopgap funding bill that would keep that would avert the shutdown. Yeah. Now it has not gone to the House yet, um, mm-hmm. but there is a good chance that they will not 
um, pass it through the house because there are just some things in it that that they have uh, that the very the very alt right um, I want to call them extortion ring uh, that really own Kevin McCarthy yeah. that he can't mm-hmm. he can't push against or he doesn't get to be speaker anymore and he has to take his ball yeah. and go home. Um, but the and I'm and I'm sure this is going to be settled by the time this airs, at least on the I Senate. Hope. Yeah. Way. Well, I mean they've got to they've got to review it tomorrow. So uh, yeah, and, and I'm sure the geniuses of people like mm-hmm. MTG and Buffett are going to do their due diligence and yeah. be their normal idiot self. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. As far as Trump still. I mean, are we shocked that the inventor of the fake Trump University also defrauded people Trump's, on Trump states? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I at this point, yeah, we knew he was a crook for a long time. Yeah, but at this point, is there any mystery other than the immediate family of Trump? People that make money off their grifts because of Trump, yeah. and the millions of people that are in his cult, his personality and sex cult. So, other than those people, regular, normal, typical Americans have gotten to the point. I think with Trump, where they're like, "Gosh, can we just put him in jail? Can we just yeah. get this death and, and and end all this?" And he can't run for president anymore. Like, I think people want justice done, and this is a mm-hmm. part of getting justice and setting history on the right track. Yeah. But it's also pretty positive why both parties have a responsibility to vet their candidates better. Yeah. Uh, so power-hungry and so desperate for power that they'll put any old moron into office, especially yeah. the Republican Party. Yeah. Um, and the, the, aut- the autism? Yeah. First of all, I got, I've got... I don't mean to laugh, but that's just... Autistic people in my family, especially um, my former in-laws, they have multiple mm-hmm. kids. And I have several friends that are autistic and or they have children and grandchildren that are in the spectrum. Mm-hmm. First of all, that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. I, I've heard some that's, stupid fucking things. Bad well, but, but, you know, these no mask wearing mouth breathers that are afraid of a shot, they should be rendering any opinion on anything, and especially something like autism that's beyond yes. proven, mm-hmm. beyond understandable what it is, and and just like anything else, it's the fact that they call it some kind of, I guess, yeah. I don't know, a demonic session or yeah, or, demonic uh, or, uh, that they say yeah, it, it's it, yeah. Kathy Bates and the water boy, the foosball's the devil, you know, and she just was calling <laughs> yeah, the yeah. devil that he didn't agree with or like. Yeah. He, he, he's, I, every time I think of an evangelical calling something demonic or, or created by the devil, I always mm-hmm. think of Kathy Bates, that just yeah. unbelievably role that she played. That, was, that is funny. I know you, 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 I, you play that to me every time football season's about to start, so it's yeah. like, you know. It's foosball. <laughs> he called it foosball instead of football. Foosballs. Yeah. The devil, you know, <laughs> my girls, the devil. Yeah, and, and yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, evangelical Christianity mm-hmm. is just about as smart as Trump or Bobert. 
it's just they go to their go-to thing of well if we don't like it it's either woke or it's the devil exactly maybe a woke devil i don't know but yeah but i think it's one of the most but why even talk about subjects that are too stupid and ignorant to understand like that's who they are yeah it it is the most like yeah of all exactly. the things, like you could say, well, maybe heavy metal music yeah. is a little devilish, or mm-hmm. or maybe the transgenders like me mm-hmm. or Ida or whatever. But I'm like that, that to me, I don't even know how you make that late. I don't even know. Well, how they're, 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 uh, I, I think it just adds to it, it, it just adds to their brand of crazy, delusional people and i i can't wait till we the 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 pendulum comes back and we stop rewarding stupid people and start rewarding uh sanity again so uh and it'll happen we're going to go back because there's only so much craziness you can put up with you know do you between the evangelicals and somebody like trump yeah do you think people actually I'm talking about rank and file, not the people in their cars. Okay. But just the regular person that doesn't really have a a strong opinion about them. Okay. Do you think people hear that kind of stuff or see it on the Twitter or whatever? uh, That's that's an excellent point, Jay. No, that is is an excellent point. What I have noticed in in the people that are – you know, the diehard Trump MAGA people, and then you have the diehard progressives who are trying to fight against the MAGA message, but the majority of the everyone else is kind of here. And the reality is working class people who work every day, who are doing things and so forth, they don't pay attention to 90% of the stuff, which is why right. many of them don't even vote. But what they do pay attention to is people they respect and they trust. And so it's important. Uh, what, what To me, what's important is for those of us who are trying to offset that crazy message to continue to um, uh, try to be trusted and respected. So that way, when they ask us what, you know, what do you think? Uh, uh, and so forth. You can say, well, you know, it doesn't make any logical sense. And they go, yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Because they're not going to, those MAGA diehard people, the thing that I think that they are uh, not taking into account, and if they are, it's not working. They're being, un- they are becoming less trustworthy and less trustworthy to their own family members. They are becoming the crazy uncle, except they're becoming the crazy, crazy uncle. And they're never going to be uh, uh, allowed to run with scissors again. You know what I mean? I mean, no one's ever going to, we're going to be nice to them, but we're going to, you know, I'm not letting him, you know, take my kids somewhere, you know, whatever. Right. And so I, I do think that that, that MAGA MTG, lower boat, Matt Gates kind of philosophy of just chaos, chaos, chaos. It's a losing philosophy because at the end of the day, those people in the middle, they don't want to tr- – they'll trust people who are less chaotic. Is it, yeah. Know, but, I mean, I mean they're, 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 they're so unstable. And yes, so exactly. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. When you hear stuff like that, yeah, I know even when I hear something like that, yeah, 
I'm going, whatever chance they had recruiting me to their yeah. cult. Went out the, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and at the end of the day, both in politics and in religion, yeah. the whole point is proselytizing people and we're recruiting him. Yes. And to me, if, I don't know which church said this or which yeah. down or anything, but yeah. if I was Brand X Church, and I was in their PR department, and I saw that press release or that talking point going out. I'd be like, mm-hmm. "Let me grab that hoss real quickly." Like, <laughs> <laughs> you would say, "You would say <laughs> the church that thinks my baptism is a demon." <laughs> I, I'm going. I'm going. I'm yeah, just going to go. Yeah. I'm going to go. This is part of my editorial part of my job. Exactly. Yeah. No reason, fashion, or form should this go on anywhere social media. Because this yeah. makes us look as wacky as we are. Exactly. And the whole yeah. For them to watch our televangelical show or show up and, sure. and donate salary and, and, and is to make them at least kind of trust us a little bit. <laughs> it makes our members look stupider. Well, it yeah. makes them look as stupid as they actually are. Yeah. And yeah. And, and, and you talk about the original suckers and losers uh-huh. people who go to churches like that. Yeah. That say wacky and harmful things like mm-hmm. that is that something that is an affliction that you're born with, like autism, yeah. into, I mean, next, next thing we're making fun of other special needs kids and, 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 yeah. and all of my, I'm like, hey, is where does that stop? Where does it, where does it get to the point where people, I can't, they shouldn't wonder why it's an all time low for churches. Yeah. That in American history, we're at the lowest point of our religiosity, mm-hmm. and why so many people don't want church to be an influence on anything publicly yeah. or our government is because of wacky shit like that. Like, like you can't. And, 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 and the ones, and the ones no. that are still going, the ones that are going to these mega churches, they're really just going for entertainment. I mean, yeah. it's, it's becoming so that portion is also mis, kind of misunderstood too, because the mega churches are really just entertainment. Not yeah. a lot of those people; they're there for yeah. I mean, church the coffee yeah. shop. Like we have a really yeah. large mega church here. I'm not going to yeah. name them because I want both them. Yeah, but they're non-denominational church entertainment, mm-hmm. and their churches really look more like mini malls. Yeah. And they're all over. They've sprung up all over mm-hmm. in small cities and big cities and all mm-hmm. this. Where it's really, and I've gone to one. I went to one yeah. in a different state. Uh, friends of mine, actually, you know, that, that I really respected, really, they were members of this thing. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, because it was in a resort town uh, where I was working, and this felt like a show that was in that town, except it was, yeah. you know, they were selling the Jesus juice instead of the you know, yeah. regular show, like, Mm-hmm. You know, like a juggling and clown show, but it kind of was the same. And it was very bizarre because they like, got these guitar riffs going yeah. at a mm-hmm. like a trades day thrifting yeah. thing after the service. And there was like, mm-hmm. it was like a county fair afterwards. And it was just, you know, they had everything but kegs of beer lined up. Yeah. I know probably around, around way back. And, and, yeah. and it, it was very bizarre what part of Christianity's delved into and I kind of see it I kind of know um, but then this other part of evangelical Christianity that's more aggressive and more attacking and more yeah 
bulldoggy, like you know, um, uh, like the, our local idiot. Um, sure. That just says crazy aggressive, mm-hmm. hurtful things. Sure. I'm going the church teamer. Yeah, you can keep that. I don't care if you have a coffee yeah. shop, rock bands, and stuff like that. I think that make church fun. Uh, you know, yeah. get a little thing what? going. But, but hey, the, listen. But yeah. the hate hate speech has got to stop, and that's that's just hateful. Yeah. Right? Okay. Hey, listen, uh, we're going to just, in like in 30 seconds, talk about the Padejo Chronicles. And this is the Padejo Chronicles. All right, so the Dejo Chronicles uh, on our show about uh, America's top uh, tw- uh, top twenty cities or top cities is uh, blue. Um, we keep continue to get feedback uh, from the trolls, and I we're on their list. They 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 pick a show and they all start attacking it, which is great. I I love it because it it pops our numbers up and pops our viewers and listeners numbers up and comments and all that kind of stuff. And they like to put the little laughy face because they try to number the likes on the laughy faces. Uh, that's kind of their, their strategy. Uh, so that way they can say, Oh, it's a lot of people. Anyway, we don't, I, I, I like the laughy faces cause just mark anything and it still, you know, uh, goes up. So, uh, the person, uh, a person recently posted, uh, that's a lie, uh, uh per capita, um, I'm paraphrasing the, the stupidity. Per capita, big cities. No, uh, uh, that's a lie. Yes, per capita, uh, uh, smaller red uh, counties or whatever may have more crime because there's less people. But by numbers, big cities have more crime. I don't think they. I read that and I read it and I thought, see. This person actually thinks that's intelligent because what they're saying is in a city of a million people, they're going to have a lot of murders because there's a lot of people in there. But a city of 100 people, they can have 20 numbers, but 20 is less than 100, so it's not as bad. That logic makes no sense. And so I didn't know if you saw that before I hid that because it was so stupid. I didn't want that person to get so completely embarrassed by what they said. Uh, but uh, did, did that make sense? I mean, I'm not, I had to reread it because I was like, they were agreeing no. that, yeah, per capita, but it's the numbers. It's, it's, it's so, and in a certain way, it's so full circle stupid. Exactly. That, that their lie actually is the truth. Yes, yes. murders is more than twenty murders. Yes, but if hillbilly sleep with your cousin, yes. town, Darkwater mm-hmm. town, yeah. thousand, yeah. and you have murders. Yeah, and you have a hundred murders out of a million people. Yes, your chance of getting murdered is higher in that small town because yeah. the freak sees more deal. Now it's yes. obvious that they didn't make it through high school, and they didn't take any basic algebra, or any basic yeah. consumer yeah. math, or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because 
they're the uneducated people we talk about in the red counties versus why they can't hack it in the big blue cities because uh had to make decent money and be semi-smart to hold down a decent job see, because of see, Indian with like that, that yeah exactly exactly and big old yeah. Charlotte, the dude go yeah no what <laughs> all good. yeah yeah there, there's, there's, i don't think anybody's because like, with that logic, but but it makes sense, Jenny. It makes sense that people who are fault like diehard MAGA people, people like that. It makes people, sense that people. yeah, that with that logic, big cities will always be more dangerous, regardless of their city has fifty percent murder rate. Yeah, which in their mind, their little warp pea brain mind. We only had 50 murders this year. Y'all had 100. So you're dangerous. But you have a city of 200 people. So obviously it's more dangerous. No, 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 no. Your number is greater. The, the logic behind that pea brain mind is how they think. So when we use things like per capita and all that kind of stuff, they don't like that because in their mind, it, it I, I don't know. It's the weirdest thing. So anyway, I thought I would well, that that won the Pendejo Chronicles for this week. So it's it's. it's- because you said it, you know, first of all, yeah. they're not using the actual logic or critical thinking. Sure. Um, it's why they're opposed to it and opposed to being woke is because, God forbid, you actually be accurate when you yeah. say something. And B, they're so ingrained on being right when they are classically woefully ignorant and stupid. And, yeah. And, and when you hear stuff like that, you just want to do a double take and go, yeah, that, that, that ignorance runs deep in that, in that, in that genetic pool that's yeah. very straight down with no branches. And, and you hear people say stuff like that, and you just go, I, you know, I'm not going to even argue that. I'm just going to hide yeah. that. And you, you, because what do you say? You, 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 you're arguing with somebody that's literally dumber <laughs> than my desk. And you know what? It, makes yeah. you argue with an idiot yeah. like that. I argue. Yeah, with yeah, exactly. But that it's, kind of person I will not argue with. Yeah. I actually feel sorry for people like that because they're so dumb. Yeah. You wonder how they've made it this far in life without, I don't know, drowning in the rainstorm or something. You, you, you know, know it, 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 I. I I think what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to unhide that comment uh, uh, yeah. so that way people can read that one because it was like seven paragraphs long. And this oh, person yeah. actually, that, that was like, this person actually thought they were so intelligent that they were like doing a debate at Harvard and they were proving, uh, uh, you know, th- go, going. And it, when you read that, you're like, this person actually, I think this person actually really believes this. I can see this person like, like rewriting this and saying, I'm going to, I'm going to get him. I'm going to oh, get this data. They had you know, off oh, and they were doing math, yeah. you know, and they were, they, they were, they were, they were, they were, you know, there was math. It yeah. escaped them. It, even high school it, it was it, like fifth or sixth grade it was math. The, and, and the grade it, it, they find. Yeah. Oh boy. I, yeah. Well, I, I, I almost, I, as you mentioned, I, I felt bad for them. Yeah. And, so, and so, but some of them, some of them, 
you just want to leave that there for posterity's yeah. sake and maybe put a tagline underneath as a reply math is hard yeah exactly words are hard math is I hard feel your pain. Uh, good 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 point all right listen we have run out of time uh, I want to thank everyone for joining us. I want to thank Ann for joining us. Ann Clark from uh, Utah. She joined us uh, uh, last time she was on was two years ago. Well, uh, two years have passed. Uh, we're going to go around the Brady Butt screen. Tell us where you're going to be, Jenny, after this post or after this drops. Uh, I guess that's anyway, that weekend in October. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to be enjoying, you know, the, the typical October Halloween, you know, the lead up to Halloween uh, and, uh, I think it's going to be a fun Halloween season because we have gotten at least partially, you know, away from the severe uh, spreading of COVID. And, and I think it's going to be a very active season, no matter what. Um, and so, and I'm also going to go to that film opportunity on the uh, October 15th, which is a Sunday um, yep. with uh, every town and mom's demand action in Myers park uh, Baptist church here in the greater Charlotte area. And, uh, even if you're not in this area, support your local Moms Demand Action uh, mm. uh, deal and pushing not only gun sense laws, but also um, they do a lot of education. Uh, they have a lot of programs, you know, providing gateways to getting uh, gun locks and gun safes. They have a lot of cool other co-branded programs because it's not just about prevention and talking about gun sense laws. It's also about educating the populace, maybe getting the tools to reduce accidental shootings and, and violence in America today, it is a whole, it's a whole opportunity solution. Okay, excellent. And I will be camping. Uh, it is fall and it's not a weekend that we don't camp unless we're here. So anyway, I'll be camping. And so, uh, as Jenny said, it's a beautiful time here in North Carolina. Uh, the trees are fall. Well, leaves will start falling. We have beautiful foliage here up and down the Blue Ridge Mountain uh, Parkway and everything. So we do want to thank everyone for joining us next week. We are talking about Columbus. It's our annual Columbus the Villain uh, show. So we'll be talking about Columbus, which no Jenny and I will be more than just Columbus. So, you know, it'd be like 30 seconds of Columbus and an hour on something else. So, all right. So we will see you next week. Let's see if we can get this done here, Jen. Here we go. Bye y'all. See you next week. Bye boo. Hey y'all. Thanks for watching on Coffee and Pendulce Day. We started off October with a bang with a very informative and exciting show talking about anti-bullying and where it's at today, specifically with uh, the Joe's Walk movie uh, that's three years old. We've been a great guest, and I hope you get to watch and uh, watch it to its entirety. There's a lot of things. Um, have a great week, and thank you for watching, as always. Bye, y'all. See you next week. Bye, y'all. Hey, this is Flavor Day weekend. We have the return of fall and autumn holiday season. So we have a great fall lineup, and we encourage you to tune in to many of our fabulous shows, like our Say show, and many more things in October and November as well. Thanks for watching, my darling, and we'll see you next time. Bye, y'all. Next up, thanks for watching to our Coffee and Pandelse. Next up is Two Queers in a Truck. Stay tuned.
Pandulce. How's that? Coffee and Pandulce. You sounded like a telenova. I mean, you're not. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to uh, all I have to say is, go! As a non Spanish speaker. All right. So we're going to be on our, or we're going to be, we got to edit that out. Pause. I think I had too many margaritas. <laughs> so we, 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 so we, we tape in the mornings now. Uh, and, uh, so, but you know, we used to tape on Tuesday nights. And so when, when we were able to tape tonight, it's Taco Tuesday at my house. And we do drink margaritas. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, when we taped that show, I was drinking a margarita. This is like a year. This is, this is like, okay. All right. So that's right. So here we go. All right. Okay. When we return, I'm going to kind of talk. We can, let's talk about National Bullying Day. Uh, if anybody ha- has any information, I, I don't actually have information on it, but we can just kind of talk about it. Uh, maybe how it, how important it is. And then Jenny, on the, the last segment, and we only do that one for like 10 minutes because we're already kind of running over. Uh, and then the last segment, let's talk again about if we think the bullies tend to be more older people now than younger people. Yeah, I don't know if anyone wants to come. I mean, y- y'all had mentioned that, but I antidotally, or I, I can't say that word. You know what I mean? Seems like the ones that... So it seems like the one that troll us are always Gen Xers and boomers. So, right. all right. Okay. So we're going to come back. Here we go. Okay. Sorry, Jen, but we're no, you're fine. Point way over here. <laughs> okay. So the next segment, we're only going to spend five minutes. Jenny, keep your conversation to 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> we're we're, we're going to talk about um, what you had said. And if you don't mind, and then Jenny, uh, if kind of like, if you think that's the case, uh, are, are the more bullies seem to be older people, you know, or is it maybe just, we just don't notice them because we're, you know, I, I don't know. Cause I don't, I'm not around a bunch of young people, so I don't know. Is it getting better or, you know, you know what I mean? So anyway, so that, that's what we'll talk about. So here we go. Okay, Jen. So we'll go into Barb's current event. So, and if you want to stay, you can, otherwise Jenny and I, we're going to talk Barbara's current event. So you okay. don't feel obliged to talk about Trump. <laughs> I will probably go ahead and go then. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to. So I don't want to get you into. But. Yeah, yeah. Th- thank you so much. Uh, it's been great having you. Uh, this was this, as Jenny said. It, 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 and she, you're exactly right, Jenny. We thought it was sooner that we did it because I remember it, and I don't remember. <laughs> it's our two hundred. It's our two hundred sixty-seventh show for this show. Wow. Yeah. It, it, so. And we were probably at about 150 when you yeah. came on the, yeah. the last time. Yeah. I think they said 150 or 160. Yeah. Uh, that day, me too, pulling it to the tape. Yeah. That's just right. for recording. <laughs> I, but I, I was like, wow, it's really been two years. Like, it, I guess in pandemic time, it just didn't yeah, resonate. I, I, I swore that we did it last year, too. And, and, yeah. And, and we may have talked about. I think we were going to, but we didn't. Yeah. Months. And yeah. for whatever reason, we just time flew by. But yeah, you know, we yeah. have a lot of repeat guests. We have a lot of people come mm-hmm. back on. So if you look onto our Facebook page and you really want to jump in on conversation, mm-hmm. um, we do cover, you know, a plethora of Everything. topics. 
Yeah. Um, but but anti-bullying is should we should we should have more conversations mm -hmm. about it. it yeah, it's, I agree. It's something that I've seen directly in my life affect people that I loved in, in, in a horrible way. Um, I think that's probably why it resonated so much. Is yes. that um, because I saw what it did to my brother, um, yeah. and it led to a lot of the, the challenges and issues that he had later in life that ultimately caused him to lose his life. And uh, and so I'm very passionate about mental health because of that. Um, and because of my community too. But it's it's, a, it's an important conversation. Um, yeah. You know, I talk about it with my kids all the time. Like, hey, nobody's going to get in trouble. But if, it, you know, anybody, mm -hmm. adult, child, whatever, keeps picking on you or making you uncomfortable or touches you or whatever, just we need to have those conversations and, yeah. and give the kids the freedom to be able to talk about this and yeah. not feel like they're getting in trouble or, you know, right. oh, I brought it on or, or, and especially my daughter, you know, we always want to have those conversations that, you yeah. know, right. somebody well, does something. Yeah. But, but thank you uh, and, and the best to you and your children. Uh, and and uh, I know you, you, you talked about them on the first show. Uh, and so the best to them and, um, you know, if you ever want to come on or if they have any topics they want to come on, we're always looking for, uh, oh. uh things to talk about, uh, and, and the more sensational. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, thank you. I had so, some fun. I hope to come right. back. Yes, 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 yes. And so thank Great you. Time. And this will, and I'll send you a reminder, but this drops on October the 4th, which is a week from tomorrow. So day after my birthday, so I'll remember that. Oh, well, happy, happy birthday, happy belated birthday, and uh, and it will be considerably edited, so all of this will be. But if you stay to the very end, you'll see stuff that we cut out. So all okay. right, <laughs> thank you, ready, Jen. Okay, all right, we'll yeah, yeah, Jen. Yeah, all right, coffee and bundles, sir. How's that? Coffee and bundles, sir.